It's time once again for another episode of Business Authority Radio. Broadcasting live from the Pro Business Channel studios in Atlanta. And now here are your show hosts, Craig Williams and Neil Howe. Shout out to my buddy Neil out there bringing somebody credible, some some type of credibility and authority right now as we speak. But uh, he's here in spirit, and right now we've got some of the top uh, industry thought leaders in the room. And uh, we're going to start with uh, Pless, uh, Pless Bruce with Growth Brain, a small business longevity uh, agency. I like that longevity agency uh, because it's uh, obviously giving an impression of uh, your sustainability in business. So, uh, Pless, tell us who you serve and uh, what do you look for in a prospect? Great. Well, it's my pleasure to be here with you, Greg, and the other folks here who are also here to talk today. And, yeah, I have a real passion for working with employers with less than 50 employees. And why is that? That's because uh, through the SBA uh, census, 96% of all businesses in the United States fall into that category. So it's a huge market, but it's very much underserved when it comes to being able to have access to the kind of services that we offer, consulting business services and longevity services, which are essential for any business, but especially for small businesses, because they have just uh, a lot of roads to hoe, and it's very difficult for them. So I'm excited about being here to discuss more about that. And how how do you help your uh, client or customer? Well, first of all, Get to know my customer. Uh, you know, it's an interviewing process. They're interviewing me. I'm interviewing them to see how we might be able to work together. And then I look at their, what I call their four P's for fundamental, the four business fundamentals for stability, uh, sustainability, and also longevity. And they are, very quickly, promotion, how do they market their business, uh, and how are they getting their brand out there. The next one is production. So what are their processes and procedures? So what are they get? Are they productive as productive as they can be? The third one is protection. How are they protecting this large, big asset for them that obviously is going to be something that they hope to grow and be more value in the future? And then we look at profit, you know, so you can basically really understand what that means for your specific business and how we measure that. So that's in all those areas. We have some cloud-based tools. We also have some other things that they can bring in and I can bring in with them. Uh, And beyond the products that I bring, I'm also a facilitator and connector. So if there's things that are a little bit beyond what we specialize in, we have other people that we can bring in and help. You have a history to work with some of the larger brands that we're all familiar with, um, Fortune 100, Fortune 500 companies. And um, now that you're kind of scaled back, not scaled down, but scaled back, because you have a ton of resources and relationships to add to any relationship that you come into, um, how do people find you? Uh, now that you're, you know, not representing those big brands like you've once did in the past. Well, you're absolutely right. Now I have to be a self-promoter and a, a, you know, guerrilla marketer. So things like speaking and engagements like this, I'm also working with the uh, Georgia State University and their Small Business Development Center to interact because their their, uh, will well, or I should say their best prospect also lines with mine. Uh, Theirs is 25, an employer with 25 or less employees. So mine and theirs overlap. So we have some synergies there. And so that's very valuable. And then writing, uh, as I've done some writing too, and uh, speaking. So those types of things. And just getting to know people because I, I learned a long time ago when my mentors told me it's not necessarily who you know, but who knows you. Yeah. You know, and what you have as far as the level of expertise and what they can bring you in. So you're right. I've worked for some large corporations in the past, and I've learned what it really takes at a very high level to make businesses very successful. Uh, the thing is, though, it really revolves around systems. 
And again, many small businesses just don't have that expertise to understand how to take these systems and adapt it to what their specific needs are. And that's what we come in and do for them. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's exciting. Um, we'll, we'll come back to you, but how do we find out about Growth Brain? Where do we, where do we go to find you? Very easily. We're, uh, we're at www.growthbrain.com. Uh, my Twitter handle is smallbizbess, my Twitter, and I'm also on LinkedIn, just Pless Bruce Jr. That information is also going to be on the show notes. Got another question for you in regards to your name, Growth yes. Brain. Yes. What would be one of the misconceptions people have coming to you to help them in, with their business that people have, I mean, are, are, do you think they're, I mean, what, what are some of the misconceptions? Well, a lot of folks think that uh, I'm a big fan of a guy named Michael Gerber. Mm. He wrote the EMIF, and I've had a chance to actually have the privilege to interact with him on a couple different occasions. And he speaks all the time about, you know, individuals when they're looking at their business and they complain about their business or talk about why their business isn't growing, he tells them, well, your business is never going to grow until you grow as the owner of the business. So the growth brain is really a thought a, a, a playback on this vision that you have to be a visionary and you have to think and then your business will start to grow. But if you continue to be uh, not that role and you aren't growing yourself, your business will stay just as dormant as you are. And so that's, that's really where the vision is. And in my, in my vision, our company vision is that we see, you know, we vision a thousand sustainable small businesses, thousands and thousands of sustainable small businesses, stabilizing communities, for individuals, families, schools, and investment. And that's our vision, and that's what we're on a mission to do. If you were to rip that shirt open like uh, Cam Newton does on a football field, uh, what would be the S on your chest when it comes to uh, serving your client, your expert ability? Uh, well, I would say that, uh, first of all, my, my, uh, I'm very sincere about what I do, and I'm very passionate about what I do. Uh, but then also I think it's just a matter of being very serious about also helping people achieve their dreams. I mean, that's what it's all about to me. If I can, and I like working with small business owners because I can actually see the effect more so of my working with them, direct outcome. And so the yes is for just, uh, you know, sincere, sensible, but very serious about, you know, success. You took it literal. I like that. I like that. Man. I might have to adopt that, you know. <laughs> that superpower, though, that's, that's very much needed today. Mm -hmm. um, as an authority... Uh, what are some of you, you, you mentioned earlier that you, you have to be a self-promoter, mm -hmm. but you also said that it's what other people have to say about you and what, how important is it to have that impression or credibility spoken by a third party, do you think? Oh, it's, it's very important. I mean, you know, you have to, in this world, the circles, no matter how big of an audience or a market you're playing in, the circles are too small as far as people's interactions. So I have on my site on the, uh, you know, the About Us section, I talk about integrity and I talk about, you know, teamwork and I talk about, you know, all the things that are take to build a long life relationship. And those are the type of things you have to just carry every day and, and, and enact on every day. And, and that will speak volumes again. You know, uh, if, you, if, you, if you're successful, but you do it all the wrong way, the word will get around very quickly. Yeah. Uh, but if you let people know that your word is your bond, even in this day and time, and that you're sincere about working with folks, then I think that carries however volume speaks volumes about you as an individual and because information travels so fast that would also affect your longevity in business absolutely and yeah. that's what sustainability and longevity i mean that's that's what the success of business is based on your ability to be to sustain yourself and how long you've been in business and you look at you know four and five generations i just read an article about the nordstrom family that runs nordstrom i mean they're fourth generation now family you know running that business uh and uh, so that just goes to tell you but you know legacy 
how do you measure your legacy? You know, you measure by the success of your offsprings two or three, four generations down. So yeah. That's what's so important. So you, you just told on yourself you've been on Delta Airlines because I had that same in-flight magazine, and I actually read that last night. <laughs> one of my favorite, you know, I, I know Blake uh, Nordstrom, and um, one of my favorite companies, definitely, definitely. Well, um, Mr. Pless Bruce from Growth, Growth Brain, excuse me, let me try that again, <laughs> uh, but I won't. Um, glad to have you, and we'll probably circle back. Um, we might have some other questions from the other guys that might have a little roundtable discussion about. But right now, we're going to go right into Mr. Fred Spring of Scoremore, a fan engagement solution um, that you you have that engagement on your mobile device. So that's exciting because I've I've heard a lot of that um, geo tracking geo. Um, there's a lot of that out there as far as marketing is concerned, where you could actually hover over a, a, a certain place and, you know, send out the message that you want them to have. And, I mean, this certain place that most of your, your fans are in, a, I mean, the people are fans in engagement at a game or something like that. So tell, tell us a little bit about, um, first, how you got it into that and who do you serve with this product? Sure, sure. How I got into it. It's... Um pretty interesting actually there's a man i know on my men's team who was speaking one night about how passionate he was on this new venture that he's into he was an investor and he came on board as a um an owner and then as a business developer his name is john and john started talking about why he was so passionate about it and i, I caught his passion wow and uh, i decided that's so cool. What he's passionate about is an intersection of three of my major interest levels, sports, marketing, and fan engagement. Yeah. Because I'm a sports fan. Yeah. And I have a lot to say when I watch sports. <laughs> I think we all do, don't yeah, we? Yeah, we yeah. have our opinions. Armchair. Yeah, <laughs> we're always marketing and coming up with brilliant ideas when we're watching sports. So uh, I, I really listened to what he was passionate about, and I caught his fire. And I decided to join him in what he was up to. That was a, a few weeks ago, and um, I'm really glad I did. Well, a lot of your background, and we share some of that, uh, I, I'd say that fourth thing is engagement. You know, you're about engaging, and most people know you for, for being an engager. I mean, and I'm talking about from the inside out. Thank and, you. And, uh, and I really appreciate that quality about you. Uh, but people know you for a number of things, and that engagement is, is, is very important because we lack a lot of engagement out there in the business world, and especially in small businesses because we're so busy working on our business or sometimes we work in it, but uh, we're working on it that we don't work in it the proper way. And when I say in, I'm talking about from the inside, uh, really the mechanics of what helps keep the sustainability or the lifeblood of that business going. Uh, tell me about the... the, the I mean, we, we know that you're focused on fans, but is there a particular fan that you're looking for? I think so. Um, the, the problem that I think Scoremore is out there to solve is this disengagement that's going on, the opposite of engagement. Mm -hmm. If you've been to games or been to stadiums and looked around, so many people are looking down at their phone <laughs> and not at the action out there. And I don't mean just during breaks mm -hmm. or lulls in the action. I mean during the game, during tremendous, exciting moments of the game. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. And it's this, it's, 
it's just the way it is, right? We have these cool devices called smartphones or cell phones, and they're beeping and prodding and sending us personal and interactive and engaging stuff all the time. And it becomes a distractive element. So that is affecting the fan level of um, true engagement with, mm-hmm. the, with mm-hmm. the team out there. So I think some, some sports teams are recognizing this, and they're hiring fan engagement divisions designed to turn that around yeah. and to engage. You've seen it. I mean, if you look up at the Jumbotron, you see kiss cams yeah. and wacky costume races and acrobatic mascots and animals and sometimes humans flying through the air. And that's just during the breaks. Mm-hmm. The team is doing all it can to get you focused and excited and pumped with music and the game action. So inevitably, the cell phone is a distractive element. And what Scoremore proposes to do is to turn that distracting element, the phone, into the actual engagement device and serve up team experiences through the phone so that the casual fan, the average fan, and even the super fan bonds to the team even more whenever that fan wants to engage. could be during the breaks, it could be during the action, or it could be on the way to the game. Mm. So it's a, it's a solving of a problem of disengagement by engaging the fan through that distracting element in a way that bonds them to the team. Gotcha. A little bit more intentional than some of the past expertise you've had in more of that organic inbound marketing. Right. Um, having said that, how has that expertise contributed to you being effective with Scoremore? Yeah, thanks. Um, I am a internet marketing agency owner, mm-hmm. okay, and... Craig, you've had a, a pleasure of working with us and, and knowing that from the inside out. Yeah. And that gave me a lot of insight as to what it means to connect with a prospect mm. and solve for their need, not for my need. There you go. And really being an understanding listener. And that is invaluable. So I'm taking that experience and that uh, learning into this this venture with Scoremore and really listening to the teams and their sales executives and their marketers for what are they challenged with and what can we do to make their life easier with this disengagement problem. Gotcha. And in this day and age, if you're not uh, able to get past that, you're not going to be able, you may be able to penetrate and, and have a couple of sales, but there won't be that longevity and there won't be that sustainability. sustainability. Uh, in, in your customer advocacy, how... How would you say that um, on the side of whether it's a fan or a customer or whomever you're serving, the bodies of people that you're serving, how would you say um, the experience you've had in business and life have contributed to your authority? Wow, that's a great question. Um, Authority grows naturally by the engagements that we have and the trust that we've established. Mm. You know, Plus was talking about that, the integrity. And I think as, as men in this room, we are our word. And as we live out that being our word, we grow that trust through our own integrity. Mm-hmm. And, and through those character development ways, we become an engaging force because there's some trust. There's a built level of trust. Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, you said a mouthful there. And when we talk about credibility and um, authority, 
or perceived authority. Perceived authority. Um, I, I see and I've experienced that if you have true value and you are really considering who you're serving, there is a um, long-standing uh, relationship that you'll have, and it might be in another business that you're a part of. It might be, you know, a few years down where you're able to reconnect and really, you know, it's an investment. It's like an investment. Um, tell me this: what's one of the misconceptions uh, that people have of your your expert ability? Misperception. Um, I think it's if I am not a team owner or a director of that sports team, how can I really understand and solve what they're looking for? And then I thought, what if I was a team owner yeah. or a, uh, a director on the board? What would I really want? Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, I'm going to want more revenue and I'm going to want my fans to love my team, mm. whether they're winning or not. Wow. So that's what I'm putting myself into is their shoes, the always ongoing nature of wanting more revenue. But truthfully, what they love is um, an engaging fan base that keeps growing and growing. Sounds like uh, the, the, the letter on your chest is C for compassion, but I'm not going to steal your thunder. Um, let, let's, let's share with us what your, your super ability is or your magic is uh, as an expert in your industry. Sure, sure. Um, um, many people feed back to me that I'm compassionate, and uh, I'm, I'm grateful for that, for that um, character. Uh, I also think there's some authenticity in Fred Spring, mm-hmm. and that is what I just rely on, is the authentic nature of what I'm up to. I'm almost sensing there's going to be a jambalaya of some type of <laughs> merging of this, the, the energy that's in this room, and, and you'll see why when we, uh, when we finish. But, uh, Fred, how do we find you and uh, sure. information about your company and, and how you serve the community? And, of course, this will be on the show notes. Great. But uh, let's hear I guess hear the easiest way would be to go to www.scoremoremobile.com, mm-hmm. or you could reach out to me directly on Twitter at Fred Spring. And, um, you know, refer to the show notes. There's direct ways to get in touch with me when you want to. Outstanding. Appreciate you. Your input, man. You're welcome. Ali. Yes. Mirza. Yes. That sounds like he's from Atlanta, does it? <laughs> of course it does. Of course it does. Of course. Just below Lilburn, right? Or somewhere uh, yeah, in just, just Cartersville just, or something like it's that. A, it's, a, it's not a very well-known pocket that I'm from. Yeah, I hear you. Know. you man. Uh, Ali Mirza from uh, Rose Garden Consulting. Yes. Uh, Tell us a little bit about your your perfect prospect. Hmm, my perfect prospect. Now we're not going to discount the prospects you already have that you service, but you know the perfect is now, folks. If you're listening and you're a, uh, an existing client, he's talking about you, so don't feel that. Well, they're already perfect. Okay, right? gotcha, yeah. gotcha. <laughs> um, the perfect prospect I would have to say would be um, it, it, it's it's of course across any industry, but uh, startups. I love dealing with startups. The, the, the passion, the energy is there. Uh, gets me excited to work with them, uh, as well as companies that are maturing, uh, 20 plus years in the business, uh, 
either any, anyone that fits into those two segments that are looking to increase sales. And I don't mean marketing. I don't mean branding. Now, one of my pet peeves is when someone says they're in sales. Sales and marketing. Oh, I, I, I become a little upset by that. And, and, and it's very simple. Um, it's like saying you're a doctor and a lawyer. You, you could be both, but you're probably not. Marketing is, and I don't want to discount what marketers do. I mean, it's a very tough and difficult uh, task that they have, uh, and I don't know that much about it. But that's, from my understanding, branding, getting people in the door, getting your product name out there. Sales is picking up a check. Sales is actually getting them to write the check, closing the deal. You can let everybody know uh, and give a fantastic presentation and market yourself, but ultimately, if you don't pick up the check, you didn't get a sale. That's that's where I come in. I will get you that check. So. My perfect prospect would be someone who is looking to increase revenue and get themselves to a point where meet their goals. That, 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 that would be someone, and, and best places to do that are startups. Main reason is because they don't have a process that's in place that I can assist them with and really uh, help them grow from the, build a solid foundation and grow up from there. Uh, with the maturing companies, why they are great is because typically they've their sales, their sales have set stagnated. Mm-hmm. They're seeing a need for some. They they need to do something different, gotcha. and so they're open. And I love dealing with people that are open and, and looking for new, fresh ideas. Now you're a striking, handsome man. You dress. I mean, I've seen you twice, and you know both times I like I, I took notes, right? <laughs> uh, but why would people be interested with what you have to say outside of you know your garb? <laughs> Um, I, because I really have a passion for what I do. I have a real respect for what I do. Uh, I think a lot of times salespeople, um, and, and, and not to say that, that the misconception is, is wrong, Mm -hmm. but a lot of times salespeople are perceived as dishonest or disingenuous. Mm -hmm. And, and, and I understand that, you know, salespeople are, let's, let's get the elephant out of the room. Salespeople are in it for the commission. I mean, (laughs) if if you talk to a salesperson that does not care. They're motivated by the sale. Absolutely. And, and, and th- there's nothing wrong, wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. But, but far too often, the salesperson's motivation and the client's needs are not connected. Mm. There is no, um, there's no parallel. There's, there's a dis- disconnection. So in, in when you line everything up together and you do a proper needs analysis and, and you understand what the client needs and when you approach them, uh, you know d- that that gets that problem out of there. So what you're what you're offering them? Yes, of course you want the sale and you want the commission, but really, it should be something that's going to assist them, that's going to help them. So outstanding, outstanding. And um, uh, Greg Lamonis says it all the time. Uh, it's the the process, but it's the people that mm-hmm. he's interested in. It's the people. The pro- Mark, yeah. Thanks for the correction. I'm thinking about somebody else. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Marcus Lamonis says uh, it's the people, the process. Absolutely. It, of course, it's a profit. That's the name of the show. But at the right. same time, you know, <laughs> it, it, there's that. There, that's not what's leading it all the Correct. time. I Correct. mean, and, and prof- so that's very important. The profit is the, the end goal, of course. But, but it, the only way to get there is the people in the process. You have to have the proper process, and you have to treat the people with respect. Mm-hmm. And then you add those two together, and you get your answer. Marcus, forgive me, buddy. We go back, but uh, <laughs> forgive me. Um, having said that, uh, what is your expert ability uh, that you think is your expert ability. Oh, people would say, hey, he's that superhero. Myself, as well as everyone outside of my wife, would say communication. She seems <laughs> to think that we don't communicate very well. Hey, hey. <laughs> I think that's a male thing. Yeah, I, you know what? When the TV's on, that's, you know, <laughs> well, hey, what else am I supposed to do other yeah. than watch the TV? 
<laughs> there we go. Um, but communication. That gotcha. Definitely. When I ask someone a question, I get right to the root because there's what people say and then there's what they mean. Mm. And it's not that they're trying to, um, again, be disingenuous or they're trying to lie to you or they're trying to puff themselves out to be what they're not. They people are not the best communicators and that's my job is is communication is i need to figure out what their need is this individual said x but do they mean x or do they really mean y and they don't know they mean y or z or whatever the, the answer really is so communication is is my expertise and I, I have to say too um there's there have been trillions of dollars over our lifetimes put into telling you what you should have mm -hmm. or what you're supposed to have that a lot of people, when you ask them what do you need or what do you want, they, 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 they're clueless. Mm -hmm. So there has to be some type of engagement in conversation or communication to kind of almost drag it out of them. Well, you have to lead them. And I think that a lot of times when, um, and again, everyone's a salesperson. It's not that I'm the only sales. Everyone in this room is a salesperson. You're constantly selling yourself. You're, 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 everyone's selling. So let's not beat that horse. But everyone's a salesperson. And at the end of the day, um, you, when, you, when you ask them, certain questions, you, 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 you have to lead them. One of the mistakes a lot of people make is they sit down with a client and they say, tell me about your business. Well, not only, and let's put this one aside, but not only did you just give them all the power and all the control in the conversation, but at the end of the day, they're going to tell you what they think. And what they think may be incorrect, and that's why you're sitting there in front Definitely. of them. That, that's, that's where the problem comes. So ask them appropriate questions, lead them, so you can get the right information, so you can... It's, you know, put your it's like a first date. When you go on a first date and you said, tell me about yourself, they're going to tell you everything that they think you want to hear Absolutely. or everything that they want you to hear because they're not going to tell you about what happened last night no. or the night before. No, you know? of course not. Uh, and so in business, we don't tend to dwell on, you know, why is a salesperson in front of me because probably I don't have enough sales. Uh -huh. And so I have to be transparent enough to embrace that, you know, there's something clogging up that. There's something not working. Uh, there's something if, if I'm the common denominator of the thing that there's always not been sales, then OK, then I need to put a salesperson in that place. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, and it's how you do it, too. It's very important. And I think that's why people choose to do business with you. I mean, you're an expert because when you say sales, that's a broad right. spectrum. Uh, but and so is it that you go in and actually do the sales or do you go in and show them sales technique? Both, both. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a firm believer. We've all heard the expression, those who cannot do teach. Well, I truly believe that, you know, I have to put my money where my mouth is. And I can't just sit there from my ivory tower and tell, oh, you should do this and you should do this and you should do this. Because far too many sales trainers come in there and they'll tell you what the perfect process is without ever, A, having done it themselves, nor do they really understand that, well, in a real life environment, the client's going to throw you this curveball and then his dog's going to walk in and his wife is going to call and then yeah. this is going to happen. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. have to handle all those situations appropriately. So I, what I love to do is sit down with someone and develop a process for them, implement it for them, train them on it. But I, for clients that are only need a one-off sale or something specific, I'm more than happy. And I actually love getting out in the field and selling specifically for them. Uh, again, as, as a reputation thing, like you guys said, and you know, your word is your bond. I tell you I'm an expert. Well, let me go prove it to you. Gotcha. Tell us how we find out about you or find out where you are, track you down. Uh, you can visit my website at www.rosegardenconsulting.com. Uh, my Twitter handle is RGC Sales uh, and uh, LinkedIn, Ali Mirza. Or uh, you can also go to my uh, Facebook page, which is Rose Garden Consulting. Outstanding. Outstanding. Well, folks, glad you were able to join us. If you like what you hear, hit the like button, subscribe, share us with a friend. 
but most important, stay relevant. Thank you again for joining Craig Williams and Neil Howe along with their guests on the Pro Business Channel. Use the social media links here to share today's show and stay tuned for the next episode of Business Authority Radio.